0: So so where you been uh, I've been right here I've been here the whole yeah. time yeah I've been here the whole time too. Stick around and you'll find out.
1: Dude, we haven't been in studio in forever. What are you grateful for? This is going to take the whole show.
0: Uh, I'm just grateful to be with you again. It's been a minute. It's been a long minute since, a since we've, we've done this. It's been three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a lot on our plate, huh?
1: We've had a little bit on the plate, but I would generally like to say it's uh, it's all been good stuff. It's all been relative to some of the challenges in 22 on my side of the aisle. I'm learning to accept it all and be open to this is happening for me somehow.
0: Absolutely, is that uh, part of the gratitude today? No,
1: I asked you for gratitude.
0: (laughs) I told you I'm grateful to just be here with you today. I'm I'm grateful to be on the north side of the dirt, my friend. Nice. I'm grateful to be upright and breathing fresh air. I'm loving this cool, unexpected May non Memorial Day weekend. Oh fabulous that it's not 112 degrees i'll
1: go i'll go down the family route i'll go down the route of emily's college graduation and grant's eighth grade promotion last night we are uh you know it's it's funny when we record in may there always seems to be it tends to be graduation season and between you and me we've had lots of graduations
0: (laughs) we sure have we should talk about that a little bit. How how was promotion last night?
1: It was it was delightful. They uh, they had about four hundred kids. They were trying to move through the sausage factory, and they did it with lovely efficiency. We were able to celebrate Grant and had his sisters in town, and it was awesome. He's holy crap! He's you, very. You have no more middle schoolers. We have no more middle schoolers. We're one minus in college now, so we're down to. Uh, One high school and one university. Wow. That's the least amount
0: of education institutions you've had to pay attention to ever.
1: Yeah, and and as much as there's a lot of uh, happiness and celebration around it, there's a little bit of sadness because I really enjoyed my carpool years. I found the carpool experience to be very enlightening. And the bigger the carpool, the better because there was more chatter. There was more information. It was like... Just, I had my finger on the pulse a little bit more, and then they go to high school, and eh, eh, eh,
0: eh. so you're done. You're kind of know. done. I don't know. I don't know as much about
1: what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well, and no more middle schooler means no more
1: in the know. Well, it's going to be a very, very fun ride because the the high school experience goes so fast. Once they get the driver's license, at least in my experience, it's like mm-hmm. whew, it's going to be a lot of fun. Grant, I think, is ready in some regards. I know he's not ready in other regards, but uh, it was really fun having, as, as I was texting with you yesterday, you know, we don't get all the birdies in the nest very often. Mm-hmm. And we did it twice this month for Emily's graduation and now Grant's. Both of the girls were able to come home and celebrate him, which I thought was really cool. That was not mom and dad dropping the hammer. That was both of them suggesting, uh, hey, could we come home for, could we do that, 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 that? oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> great idea. Let's go. That's awesome. You think time starts going fast when the driver's licenses show up? Wait till you see how fast time goes when the pilot's licenses start showing up.
1: Yeah, I need, I need one of those. <laughs> and I don't mean the pilot's license. A pilot. The pilot. I want a pilot, yes. And not a Palm well, Pilot I'll,
0: either. Well, uh, I'll, I'll add, we'll continue on uh, with gratitude by uh, expressing a little gratitude for for how I got to celebrate my 51st birthday here this week. Miles, uh, speaking of graduations recently, earlier this year graduated from flight school and now he is a certified flight instructor capable of taking his dear old dad and anybody else who would like up for a ride in uh, in a little single engine something like a Cessna Skyhawk kind of flight.
1: Uh, pretty much.
0: He tried to do some of these like hard bank turns, these 30 degree, 40 degree kinds of turns which... Is it really that cold up there? Oh, it's freezing up there when he's doing a 40 degree turn to the right. That'll get you puckered. But the the gratitude I have in spending the birthday up in an airplane with my boys going to a golf course, spending a little time on the golf course, it was it was a delightful day, but very very cool uh and very proud papa to uh to see my son in this place. When, you know, I think back to when we first started recording the podcast in that very first summer when the where we did our rolling. very first What's that? When the earth was cooling. <laughs> but yeah, back in the days of Methuselah, exactly. You know, we, we did Teach Your Children the first very first summer. And to see where Emily and Grant and Jack and Grace and Miles and Lucas and the progress that they've all made since we first started our very first Teach Your Children summer series, it's awesome. Yes, it is.
1: And what was the other part of your birthday that you particularly appreciated? It had something to do with
0: underwriting. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that i didn't have to reach into my wallet for a nickel of the day it was something i um i wanted to in fact it looked like it was going to be quite the expensive day and and my boys said absolutely not dad we we got this today but you know the the dad and me the fixer and me didn't want to see my boys have to lay out that kind of dough for a few hours in an airplane and an expensive round of golf i I wanted to pick up the tab, but something in me said there was maybe a gift in letting them do that, in letting them pick up the tab that day. Besides the people around me like you and Terry and Allison and everybody on the team were like, don't you dare take that gift away from your children. Let them buy their dad a birthday. And so I did, and it was wonderful.
1: So there was no spilkas
0: over that? Yeah, well, inside sure, but how often with me do the outsides and the insides match? Well, that's what we're on working the outside. on. I think we're 97 <laughs> episodes into the show on that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, on the inside there was a little spilkus on that, but I let it go throughout the course of the day and I think at one point I might have bought a dozen golf balls for the for the outing, but that was all I reached into my pocket for. How about it? Yeah. Yeah, it was special. And then, you know, to see where to see where Lucas is at this point. I mean, when you and I, I was, I was re-listening to some of our Teach Your Children episodes from the last couple of summers, just kind of hearing the stories of where our children were back then and hearing where Lucas was when we first started recording, a little bit lost, a little bit unsure of himself. Freshly graduated from high school. Right off the heels of, of the pandemic and, and really not sure what tomorrow was going to look like for him. We just brought him home from his first successful launch. He lived and worked the entire winter in Mammoth Lakes, California, supporting himself, paying his own bills, not once asking us for a dollar of support. It was so fabulous to see him successfully do that. We brought him home this past weekend for the summer after being gone for seven months, and he came home with more money than he left with. Maybe you and I should try that. We take the show on the mind road for seven in the months and come back with more money
1: than we started with.
0: Right. I love that idea. We can that, learn that's something ex- from our children. <clears throat>
1: that's an extraordinary first crack at independence. Yeah. You know, in my conversations with Emily over graduation weekend on, you know, what are what are your observations here? What what's your big look back or your big aha? And to the point on Lucas, she is still overwhelmed at the level of independence that came with going to school to begin with. Hmm. That you're on your own, sink or swim. Whether you want to get up and go to class, whether you don't, whether you want to eat lousy or make your own food and make your own good food or make your own bad food or stay out Mm -hmm. late or whatever it is. And for kids like Lucas and Emily to successfully, right out of the chute, have that kind of freedom and independence and responsibility and to be able to do it without a lot of, I'll say, interference from the parents sure there's there's moments, and sure there's low points, and sure there's stressful, scary stuff that you know sure as, as a parent, you're gonna want to step in and and have some couple of sentences on, but that is awesome for Lucas and what in your observation now that he's been home a couple couple days, do you notice anything different? Do you know do you do you see a or feel or sense a greater level of confidence in him or his own capability, or is he? matured in a way or what's your what's your takeaway
0: yeah there there's a there's a few things i've noticed first my uh gro- my grocery bill has doubled i've noticed that that's that's the first observation what i've observed is definitely a level of confidence a level of like self-confidence where he's comfortable in his own skin Yep, probably for the first time in, a, in his life there's another observation of gratitude i mean he's still he's still 19 years old and he's not supposed to have executive function developed yet for like another five or six years. But I'm, I'm starting to see for a kid who had to go cook for himself, pay his own bills. Launder himself. Do gross. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, which he did fairly well. I'm seeing that at home. He's taking responsibility for himself much more so than he ever did. And being thoughtful of his roommates, meaning his mother, his father, his brother, being more thoughtful, being more considerate of, of who he lives with relative to seven months ago when he last lived in my house and we didn't exist, right? It was all about me, 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 me.
1: Well, and as we've always said, we measure progress looking backwards, not forwards.
0: Yes. And that's yes. incredible progress. Oh, it's been, it's been awesome. Well, brother, I know our, our tribe here in financial sobriety is kind of wondering where we've been, where we're going. Maybe. And, and what's maybe, going maybe, on? Maybe I, Maybe not. I know. We'd like to tell them where we've been. I'd like to think they're wondering. So let let's tell them where we've been, where we're going, what's going to happen for the next few months and where we hope to be in the fall. Awesome. Let me let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: our hiatus has been intentional. And some of it comes from the natural storyline of the curriculum. We've been through, we've been around the track with it a few times. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is timeless. And while we've sprinkled in other, you know, timely topical stuff that has happened, and sure, we could go talk about the debt ceiling until Ace had the power shut off in the building because it's just such a, a tireless subject and everybody else is not Yeah, current, it. exactly. Um, we, could, we could continue to do those things, but what you and I have decided to do strategically is to hire an organization out of Sacramento that is world-class at what they do from a branding and content management standpoint and have us slow down, pick this thing apart and really look at what is financial sobriety all about? At the same time, we've asked them to look at Gebhardt Group and our wealth management business and what is that all about? And really for us to take the time to be thoughtful and think about the evolution of where we're going with financial sobriety and then, create the storyline that goes with that get out ahead of the interviewees that we would like to have on the show that continue to be time you know timely in terms of their content and their message and their story so this is a little bit of a pause but there's a lot of good stuff that we've recorded that we want to bring back in the sense of you know kind of recycling it because it is timeless and it's it still is very timely and topical
0: but that's really what we've been up to you know i'm i'm Really proud of you with something as it relates to this. What I'm really proud of with you, in your leadership, with our firm, with our show, with everything that we do, is the decision that you came to me with about pushing pause. We are in the midst of our fifth record year in a row at Gebhardt Group. We've had four Hall of Fame averages, isn't it? At this point, right? So we've had four, and we're on track for our fifth record year in a row. Yeah, we could, at we Gebhardt could shut Group.
1: it down right now, take the summer off and, and still have it be a record, a record year.
0: We could. Yeah. And instead, what you said to me in the, at the end of last year was, no, 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 no. We're actually going to do the opposite. We're going to strip this thing down to the studs and start over. My house? That too. Oh, we did that too. <laughs> Between your house, our business, and our show. Despite all the success that we're having, you and I are so obsessed with getting better and better at our craft that even after five record years in a row, you've had the leadership to say, stop, it's time to look at what we're doing, what we're doing right, what we're not doing right, get some outside help because we've got too many blind spots to do this on our own, and let's make this thing even better, even bigger. Than what we could have ever imagined it to be, and I'm grateful for that kind of leadership. the The only other time I ever seen anything like this was, and you're going to know the story better than I could ever tell it, is when I don't know if it was his third or fourth Masters, when Tiger Woods set like the single round record at Augusta, and decided at that point in his career to literally strip down his golf yeah, swing and build, start over,
1: his swing from scratch. Amazing, I mean, I, and and to his credit, let's put that in the soup too. I mean, those kinds of examples are where some of this thinking comes from for me. Some of it comes from my, my time in strategic coach. Some of it comes from seeing other businesses that, you know, but it, it goes to, and, and thank you for the lovely compliment, um, but it goes to this concept that we want to kick off the summer series with again on the sense of graduation and arrival, mm-hmm. the sense of halftime, Right. We're, we're rounding the corner here till halfway into 2023. Are you freaking kidding me? Right. What?
0: Halfway I, there I, already. I feel like
1: saying, like, happy Valentine's Day, not happy Memorial Day. <laughs> but, and as I re-listened to some of the old episodes and I talked about the pace of change that keeps coming, and here we are three years later, and it keeps coming faster. So in that constant quest of a growth mindset in the constant quest of being the lifetime student in the context of wanting to get better at our craft, the summer is the perfect time for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is slacking off for lack of a better phrase. And I don't want to do that. Vacation. Summer, right? Vacation. Vacation. Yeah. You don't have to work hard. at summer. Right. Now, to my friends in the Northeast that deal with this season called winter, um, I get it. I get it. I lived it. I spent 23 years there, and this is this July is my 30th year in California. So I get that summertime kind of you know fun. Let your hair down. Let's not let's not grind so much. I get it. I get it. But you and I believe a little bit different in the context of. Let's use that as an opportunity to reset. Let's use that as an opportunity to refocus and get better. Because like we've talked about on the show, probably way too many times with the concept of autopilot and miles, not that he can use autopilot yet, but he will when he's, when he's flying the big boy planes. Oh,
0: you better believe he can. He's got autopilot on one of those little Cessnas. Oh, does he
1: really? That's awesome.
0: Yes, sir. He does. Yeah.
1: So, you know, we're off course 99% of the time. And I know in my life, I've gotten off course in fitness because I've been so darn busy between what we're doing at the office, what we're doing with the house remodel. I my nutrition has slipped. I've let that oh, I don't even know what it is, but I like it.
0: gluten. Oh,
1: gluten has slipped back <laughs> into my nutritional uh components and it's not it's not good for me. It's not good for me. So the, and and I I can't help think about how many times my mother talked about the concept of R&R. So are you going to R&R it this weekend? And be like, Mom, Mom, we have four children. They're under the age of 10. There's no R&R. There's not going to be any R&R until about 2035, right? <laughs> and she would ask me like every weekend, so are you guys going to R&R it on this long Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, for like six minutes maybe. If I lock the doors and I go grill by myself. But I do, I, I, I have gotten away from the simple concept of hydration. I need to rehydrate. I don't drink enough silly water. As simple mm-hmm. as these things are, they're foundational, right? I mean, if I'm dragging around an extra 10 or 12 pounds and I'm eating gluten that's going to keep, you know, keep it there and I'm not hydrating to flush it and I'm not getting the rest that I need, I can't be at my best and that's that's not good for anybody.
0: Well good, good for us for resetting and rebooting. you know here here we are in the month of may where where we're gonna go forward from here is we'll we'll be back every now and again uh, with some new content over the course of this summer as current events are happening. But as far as getting back on track with the show, I'm anticipating sometime this fall our tribe should be looking forward to hearing the all new financial sobriety from Jim and Matthew. Uh, but in the meantime, What we'd love to leave you with is let's bring back an episode from a couple of Mays ago where we had our good friend David Woods-Bartley in studio. May, after all, is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if just one person listening can get something from our good friend David Woods-Bartley and the two incredible sessions we had with him in studio, then it's worth replaying those here as we come into Memorial Day, wrapping up the month of May, Mental Health Awareness Month. I can't think of a better way to kick the summer off than having David Woods-Bartley, our good friend, back in studio for a little replay action.
1: I'm such a big proponent of his message, and let alone in the context of Mental Health Awareness Month. I seem to have more conversations with what little I've done on social media with regard to this, and friends in the community. I was at a memorial service the other day, and a dear longtime client, and she passed away unexpectedly at 60 actually 59 and an acquaintance of mine came up to me and started sharing and opening up, opening up his heart to me on his stepson's journey with schizophrenia Mm. out of nowhere, like just boom. And he said it was because of the, you know, the little Instagram message that I had out there uh, about, (laughs) about a year ago. So we live in such a cluttered, hectic, frenzied, stressful time yet, this is the greatest time in the history of the world, and I think that confuses it—not it, confuses. I think it gets in the way for a lot of people because they're like, "Well, I should be—I should feel great. This is the best time in the history of the world, and yet I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed. I feel stressed out. I feel burdened by all these social media platforms I'm supposed to be, you know, staying on top of. And I got, oh God, I got to pay attention to my money life, and I can't eat gluten anymore, and you know, oh my God." <laughs> It's very easy to spin, even if even if you don't have anything biochemically that's imbalanced.
0: Well, brother, just going back to the foundation of what this show is all about, we all have these three very complicated relationships in our lives. The relationship we have with money, the relationship we have with people, the relationship we have with ourselves. And when you look at what's happening in our world and what's happened the last three, four, five years, to think that at least nearly everybody I've met has had some stress or some struggle inside of at least one of those relationships, and what that's done to impact their mental health in a negative way, I feel like we're doing our very best to try to turn that boat, bring more awareness that mental health is something that affects every human being, that every human being needs to be a steward of their mental health, and I just I couldn't be more proud of the work we're doing, nor honored to be in this foxhole with you doing it.
1: Me too, brother. And I, I sure hope as we kick off summer that people use it as an opportunity to check in and and maybe get the tune up that they need and and course correct on their own mental health, not just their physical health.
0: As we're coming up with Memorial Day weekend, mental health awareness, PTSD, post traumatic growth, the conference we just went to with Metahab and Doctor Joyce, all of that, and and really understanding what. This weekend, this upcoming weekend is all about being grateful for the men and women who serve our country, who have lost their lives, and for the many who are still with us today who suffer from the post-traumatic stress that comes with what they've seen, what they've experienced. You and I both have people very close in our lives who've served, who have PTSD as a result of their service. And boy, if, if there's anything we can do to just sit down and listen sometimes and be there to support with our show. I'm just I'm grateful for the position we're in and the platform that we have to help.
1: And I think there's a lot of people out there that are very grateful you wrote
0: the book. Hmm. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that.
1: We wouldn't be here without it. And I say this with every fiber in my body, God bless America.
0: And with that, my friend, that's a wrap. If you like what you heard, leave us a review and be sure to subscribe. And check out our website, yourfinancialsobriety.com. Thanks again for listening today. Here to help you find more clarity, confidence, and capability along your journey into financial sobriety. I'm Matthew Grishman. And I'm Jim Gebhardt. Be intentional with your money.
2: needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance.